0: What's up, dickheads? Dr. O here. in, Drill. Putting fire into the asses of the fucking masses, man. Here, it's, two, it's Wednesday, the 23rd, 2019, year of our Lord. Jesus Christ. Well, listen, man got some good uh, stories to tell. You can always tell, you know, how how miserable life can be, right? There's always some bullshit on your plate. You wake up in the morning and you friggin', you know, hey, fuck it. You wake up in the morning in a a semi-panic attack thinking about all the things you got to do that day. You shit shower and shave, get everything going. You know. Take your kids to the bus stop, kiss everybody on the head. Go out into the world and love everybody you possibly can. That's what I do, you know? And those problems are set out for my fixing and that's what I do, I fix them. And so that's that's my road to hoe. It doesn't make me unique. You all got the same problems, right? You know, listen, somebody's always got something, a bigger problem. My father right now, he's in the hospital his fucking atrial fibrillation, his heart condition, um, after having not a a scratch on him for his entire life, never went to the doctor, you know, now he's 74 and he's starting to need some health care, and things are starting to go wrong, that's getting old, it's a bit depressing, it's a bit role reversal-ish, it's tough dealing with family, trying to figure out what's going on, and all the emotions, and what kind of care is he getting? That sucks, you know? It's tough to deal with. It's tough to wake up with that hanging over you. It's tough when your dog dies. And the kids and the family, everybody's still trying to make sense of it. Still still saying her name when he come in the house at the end of the fucking workday. But I'm going back to work now, my friends. I'm going to drive on. The first patient that I see when I walk into that door probably simultaneously because she's always fucking right on the money or right on the, or late is somebody who said that she was going to do something a boot camper somebody who said that they were going to do something they're going to be there they're going to take the power back somebody who I've been encouraging and countless, you know, without end put a smile on her face make her laugh make her feel like she can do it give her my support and she doesn't show up on me. And when that happens, I might have told you before, I feel like I'm, uh, William Wallace and I've been, uh, I go out on the field of battle and all my troops are with me. And then those allies that I thought I rounded up, they kind of turn and, and walk off the battlefield kind of with a smirk on their face, like, haha, fuck it. Uh, we're not with you after all that's what I feel like that's what that does to people you know my, part of my problem is that I'm constantly there for people and when they're there for you and when, when they make good on their responsibility and um, in their lives and they pay it forward it's the most beautiful thing ever but sometimes people just aren't strong enough to do it it doesn't make them bad people but sometimes people just aren't strong enough to pull that off to reciprocate They're like, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow morning. We're going to friggin... What what are we going to do tomorrow? What kind of workout are we going to do? Drill? Mr. Motivator? Mr. Friggin' Good Time Charlie? Let me just put all my... Dump all my uh, challenges, my problems, my goals on you. But I can't do the work for you, you fucking idiot. You got to do it for yourself. So that's a couple things that are going... That piss me off a little bit today. But I'm driving back to the office... And I'm gonna fricking make people smile, and I'm gonna make their pain go away. And same old Tell guy. Text messages. See, that's a text message from my friend who who came in earlier today with a fricking head-splitting migraine. Turn the lights off for me. It's too bright. Oh my gosh, photophobia. Uh, turn the music down, please. I'm I'm in excruciating pain. She says, such a relief. That makes me do what I do. That is what I'm talking about. That is a just reward. Now, I got to do a little aside here. If I fucking driving down the road as I started this podcast, and there is a, I, I might have mentioned this before, there's a transvestite that lives up this, down the road for me, and I shit you not, he where she was walking down the road, I'm presumably to the post office, which is just a couple, a block down the street, in like gold pants, and like a freaking crazy flamboyant top and high heels. It is Wednesday afternoon, letting your freak flag fly. It's more power to you. Listen, whatever you want to do, you do. It is just, that's bizarre, okay? That's fucking bizarre. And... I would respect you and your ability, your right to to be comfortable in your own skin. And if you want to deck yourself out, look like you're going to a rave club or something or a disco joint on a Wednesday afternoon, which you're most certainly not, or just because it makes you feel good, then go ahead and do it. But it doesn't mean, you know, when we're driving back and forth to work and school and uh, and we see you out there, you light up like a freaking street lamp. I mean, it's 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 an oddity. You are an oddity. Just accept that you are an oddity. Kind of like that YouTube clip that's going around, whether it's real or fake, where there's the um, tranny that walks into the the GameStop and the clerk, some young kid, says, uh, "Sir," calls him "Sir." You got a deep fucking voice. You got muscles popping out of your dress. And he, the guy's all pissed off because he misgendered him. Listen, can you fault him, really? No offense. Love and respect to everybody. But can you really fault him? check, gold, frickin' uh, Olivia Newton-John outfit from damn Greece. Here's some U new News, some good news. I talked to my friend James, frickin' love that guy. We're two peas in a pod, even though he, he's living in New Zealand right now. Coming across, maybe. Uh, Going to move back to the States, and we're talking shops like we always do. I just love him. I miss him. We're ho- hoping to get together this this summer for a um, a guy's thing, a hike. Maybe somewhere out in, in the West, Midwest, whatever. He's got some ideas. He knows all that shit. Camping, hiking, biking, running. Kayaking, he's got it all nailed down. So maybe we'll get together finally and do that. Secondly, a patient of mine this morning is a new guy. He says that getting to know him a little bit, he's a manager at a local store. He explains that he moved from California over to Pennsylvania because his children were here with his ex-wife. They got separated, and his children are here. They're in their teen years, and he couldn't take it. He wants to be part of their life. So he moved over here and he lives in a separate residence, but he, he said over the weekend, he stayed over and I'm presuming that that means maybe there was a little hanky panky or at least some, some love. And he said, yeah, I'm going to talk to her and see if, see what, what it means. See what, you know, what, what are we doing? Are we going to get back together or not? and I said, oh, that'd be great if you get back together. It's a wonderful story. And she goes, look, it was all my fault. So whatever he did, whatever he screwed up and did, some infidelity, some irresponsibility, you know, took a risk that the fam- that the wife didn't think the family could assume. That he is apologizing for it and following his family across the United States to live with them, to be near them, and be supportive. That is a wonderful touching thing. That is fucking phenomenal. And so I wish this guy all the luck in the world being reunited with his family. I hope him and his wife get back together and everything is cool. And we can move on from hard times in our lives, right? How wonderful would that be? Right? (laughs) Let's see, what else? Oh, I had... I'm working on the same guy. Somebody walks into that. I hear there's a commotion out in the foyer. It is my old friend, Linda Realtree Camouflage. She was a boot camper for years when she lived here in PA. She's uh, big into agriculture. She works at this uh, meat processing plant. Whatever your two cents is on that. I'm sure you got your fucking opinion. She's a farm girl. Grew up in the Midwest, like Iowa or Michigan or something. So she knows all about that how to run these operations, so they took her out of PA and gave her an opportunity to run this um, other facility, new facility, from the ground up in Michigan, so she lives in the middle of nowhere in Michigan, she misses her friends in PA, and she took vacation and came out here to spend some time with, uh, you know, to, to see people, and she walks into my office and says, you're on my list. We shared time, Linda and I. We had some good conversations. We ran up Spring Mountain, down trails, across creeks. She was a survivor of the mountain. She was a night pirate. And just a tremendous human being. And I'm glad that she thought enough of me and DDIP to stop in and say hello and reminisce a little bit. And I felt like maybe she would have stayed longer if she could, but we had to a, had a go. Um, it was great to see her and I look forward to seeing her again sometime soon she's a good person and that's the news I got for today some crazy news and some good news and um, love and respect to all people I wish you peace and love and happiness and I'm back at the office now and here I am (laughs) HUH! <laughs>